Welcome back to Troubleshooting Agile. Hi there, Jeffrey. Hi, Squirrel. And uh, uh, welcome, listeners. Um, so, Squirrel, I was uh, on Twitter, and uh, it's been really exciting because, as we talked about last time, you've been uh, tweeting a lot more recently. Uh, things that I have, you... but, but I've not been on Twitter. It's wonderful. I've discovered a fantastic thing. You can tweet from the command line, so you never have to look at Twitter. Twitter is now write-only for me. So much less distracting. <laughs> well, you do look at it sometimes because we, that's the, the point is this is your notebook, but you don't it have is. to look at it. To, to, it's like a notebook you don't need to open to, to winter into. So that's exactly. very cool. Yep. Um, but it's been fun for me because it's now instead of just uh, knowing what you're thinking about when we catch up on our phone calls, I, I kind of follow them along, uh, maybe not in real time, but today I was on the train and I went to Twitter and it was like, oh, look at this. And I kind of scrolled through some of the statuses there. And um, and I found one that was really exciting that I thought would be great for the podcast today. Because well, that, that's why I'm tweeting them. So we can pick them up and write blog posts and uh, podcast episodes and stuff. Great. So which which one were you interested in? I, 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 now, we'll put the link in the show notes, and it's. Uh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and read it out, and then maybe you can tell us about this scenario and your thoughts about this. Yep. Um, if your tech team has a set of detailed business metrics, like 10% conversion or NPS up by 12, um, and is missing them comprehensively, don't add more metrics. The complexity of the targets may be confusing them. Try make this specific user happy instead. So this sounds like a great story. I can't wait to hear it. And then I, I have my own thoughts to add in. So let's start with what you what, what inspired this. Sure. Well, as usual, there's real clients behind it, but there, there are multiple clients in this case. So uh, it's funny, as I've been doing more of this, sometimes clients say, oh, yeah, that was about me. And it's actually about someone else. So <laughs> if any of my clients are listening and they say it was about me, it probably isn't just because these are such common errors and, and challenges that, that my clients see over and over again. In this case, I have multiple clients who have been trying to uh, get greater control. It's the, the same as the tilted slider. You know, it's the same mechanism where people say, oh, I, I'm not getting what I want. Let's tighten down. Let's let's turn the wrench further. Let's try to get the nut further. And they, they wind up stripping the nut, right? <laughs> Just like when you're yeah. you're trying to tighten a, a, a nut on a bolt. And um, when, when they try to get that tighter, tighter control, let's try to increase NPS by 12.2. How about 12.27? You know, let's try to get even closer focus on the metrics. And what they see over and over again is that the team has greater trouble hitting the metrics. As you get the metrics more specific, as you say, this is how to do it, as you try to have greater control, you, you get actually worse outcomes. And it was that observation that uh, made me think, gosh, this is one I should tweet about and one I should talk to Jeffrey about because I've seen it over and over again. Tighter control actually leads to worse results. Mm. Interesting here, because I think it, one thing here you talked about is the idea of adding more metrics. So sort of like we're missing the metrics, therefore we need to add more. Is that, is that the dynamic? Oh, certainly. Sometimes. Sometimes it's not just make it 12.279 or something. It's like, okay, we don't need just NPS. We also need um, a customer survey and we need a, um, a number of clicks per day or a number of logins per um, uh, uh, fortnight or something. You know, they, 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 they just add more and more thinking that that will give better guidance to the development team. And universally, it doesn't. Oh, so there sounds like there's two things here. The, the, one is the idea of them just adding more, thinking more metrics mean more control. Mm -hmm. And and the other one is sort of, it sounds like a false precision, like, uh, oh, it should be 12. No, it should be 12.5 or 12.7 when really the score is, you know, three or something. You're like nowhere close. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. So both interesting. Okay. That's great. What, so now I think I'll share a bit about what excited me about this. Um, I the, the topic of metrics and 
using them in software development is one that uh, I've seen for a, a long time. And, and I'm actually really a fan of using metrics. So I'm actually on board with this. One thing that the couple of things that stood out for me here is that one is the the move towards OKRs, I think uh, has been in many ways positive. And one of the things it's done is it's it's brought a lot of business metrics into into the frame for development teams. The development teams are trying to impact business metrics directly. So I do see that uh, having the kind of impact that you describe where people are adding on more and more business metrics. Because if one business metric is good, wouldn't 12 be better? I mean, <laughs> exactly. the team could help us with all our business metrics and we could just go to the beach. Exactly. And 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 this is the part that I like about this. So what, well, I think, you know, at dev teams having business metrics are good. Uh, that's one of the things I've liked about uh, OKRs is uh, the other thing though, is it's, it's a common problem among metrics in general in not just business metrics, but this idea that, uh, more are better. And so it's often a case I find when teams are trying to be data driven, uh, they look to go and add more and more metrics and it, it, not always business metrics. Sometimes it's development metrics. It could be things in production, you know, what's happening. Let's add more logging. Uh, let's add these kind of things. But then usually what happens when I start working with teams is I'll say, well, tell me, you know, how are you using these metrics today? And then there's often this sort of awkward pause <laughs> because it turns out long silence. Exactly. And they say they, they are, are looking at, at, at the metrics that they think would be important, but they don't have any way of having them actually part of their decision-making process. And there's a huge difference. And it's, so for me, this is usually, I would say something like you're saying, don't add more metrics. Instead, start using the metrics you have and, and more broadly, use the data you have. As a company, you, you already have data. And the question is, have you thought to use it? it uh, have you looked at things like the, the, the calls who are, that are coming in? What are the topics that people are calling about? Who are the people who are calling? And, and I'll even be simpler because uh, the danger I see is when people start to look at those sorts of things, like Jeffrey's saying, count the number of calls and um, find out who's calling and, and when, that those start to feel much more metric-y and it can wind up that you wind up adding, oh, great, now we need to have at least 12 calls a day than where people cite this feature. <laughs> so, so if you already have this disease, then it's easy to take what Jeffrey's saying, which makes lots of sense, and, and warp it into what we don't want, which is why the end of the tweet was, why don't you try asking some users? Because in fact, um, and, and you know, I have one client and I, I, I know she's probably going to listen. There's one person who did this and I'm not trying to beat her up for it. She did a great job in her environment, but she made three spreadsheets in order to describe it with like pivot tables and everything. They were like that, the, these massive things in order to figure out which were the, like the top five things that the team should work on. And I said, this is just overcomplication on top of overcomplication. And uh, it's, it's a, a characteristic of that client that they are doing this much more than they should. But um, when you see that, when you have a tendency to take uh, what's actually a fairly simple problem, what would make our users really happy? And you're, you're um, creating these complex um, um, metrics, mechanisms, algorithms, fancy things, just stop. <laughs> Hang on. Maybe, for example, you could go and ask the people in customer service, what, what do people call the most about? And yes. then when they tell you the 20 things, you say, and which one's the most common? Oh, just say that a little more slowly. And, and, and you write it down. Yeah. And, that, and that's exactly where I was going with this. You, you have the data. And sometimes it can be as simple as asking people. 
Now, sometimes uh, in, I had a particular case in mind uh, that where we did this, and part of it was at first we realized well we we didn't really um, uh, have things at the top of mind, like and so we decided to to gather data, and and rather than trying to do an exhaustive sort of data mining effort of looking through all past things. Instead, the product manager just started to have the team start counting what the topics were about and use that as sort of a sample to say, right, okay, well, now we have some data. Using that imperfect data is better than spending a long time trying to create perfect data. Exactly. <laughs> so, and that's what I wish this um, team, this this client of mine would do is to spend its time uh, understanding its users well enough that they don't have to create three spreadsheets with 20 pivot tables in order to determine what they need. Mm -hmm. now, now, I want to say, uh, moving ahead, I think there is a place to get more sophisticated over time. But I think this is something you can grow into once you've shown your ability to actually bring that data into the decision-making process. Oh, absolutely. And there are companies that do a tremendous job of very, very deeply understanding their users in a very sophisticated way through um, often very complicated algorithms. They use data science to analyze the um, input that they get, you know, people like Google and Facebook and folks like that. They're also kind of good at delivering. They're also kind of <laughs> good at getting the work done and getting the feedback actually handled. So. Uh, the problem is, uh, folks, uh, it, in this quest for control that you see so often, uh, in, in order to try to control the team better when they feel it's out of control, they say, ah, oh, if I could just get better numbers, if I could just get more numbers, then I could be like Google or Facebook. I could be like these organizations that uh, do these complex analyses. And so my being more complex would be better. In fact, it's not. <laughs> so you're in, it sounds like you're very much focused on like step one, make sure that you're able to deliver anything. Exactly. <laughs> step step two, make sure you're delivering something that you have reason to believe would be, you know, make at least one user happy. And, and then from there, you can get more sophisticated. Sure. Get super sophisticated once you understand your users, once you have that um, baseline from which to work. By all means, please do it and write to us and tell us about how wonderful it is. We'd love to talk more about it and, and understand how those very uh, sophisticated organizations do it. The problem is the vast majority of organizations, at least the ones that I see, have trouble making one user happy, much less a um, you know chi squared P relevant um, uh, uh, least squared regression of all users. Right. Let, let, let's try making one happy. And and so today you're the you're the one focused on the users. And I'll say, I was less in thinking about this. I came from less from a user point of view. Completely agree with everything you're saying. But just in general, when people are looking at, at metrics in general, it can be make sure you're using uh, th the data you have before you start looking to collect more. And, Absolutely. And so it's one of the things where, where our message for both for both of us are the same. Don't add more metrics. <laughs> Get the basics right. Stop uh, the madness. And that's true uh, from both of our perspectives, even though we're coming from a, a slightly different place that we're thinking about. There we go. Okay. Well, if listeners have added more metrics and had success, we'd sure like to hear from you. If you're uh, drowning in metrics and would like to have fewer, we'd also like to hear from you uh, or any other opinions you have. And you can find us at agileconversations.com, the same place it used to be, but with a slightly better URL. And there's email and Twitter and all kinds of other things there to find us and talk to us and tell us what you think. And of course, you can also um, just come back next Wednesday when we'll be here again talking about something else exciting about troubleshooting Agile. Thanks, Jeffrey. Thanks, Carl.